Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry. From the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another crazy interview. I'm Donna, and today we have Miss Ashley Wineland. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me on today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm so glad you could be here. Yeah, no, glad I can too. Uh, we're in the midst of rehearsals and everything like that. So I was grateful to be able to carve some time to sit down and talk to you today. Absolutely. Life is crazy. That's how it is, right? <laughs> Ain't it always. <laughs> that means we're doing something right, I think. I'm not sure, but I, I think that means we're doing something right. It makes me feel better to think so. So we'll go down that way. Well, it makes you feel, as a person, it makes me feel productive that, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of things yeah. going on. A lot of news and a lot of fun things happening. Absolutely. So we'd love to start off with the most difficult question ever. Yes. Are you, who is Ashley Wyland? Oh, goodness. There's always oh, such a multifaceted question. Um, but to kind of summarize for anybody watching right now who may not be familiar with me and my work, um, my name is Ashley Wyland. I'm a country music singer songwriter. Uh, home base is Arizona for me, but I tour all across the United States. And uh, I really love storytelling through music and being able to connect with people. And that's why I'm here today is to talk about all those fun things and to connect with everybody and have a good time. Wonderful. And I'm so glad that you mentioned you were in Arizona because I was going to ask you weather-wise, I know in Florida, the last two days we've had this cold snap. So therefore <laughs> it's been like in the sixties and seventies. I love it. Beautiful. It's still in shorts and t-shirt here, but how's your weather? Uh, it's not too bad. It's very overcast. We're kind of getting all the storms coming in off of the Pacific coast right now. So it's kind of like coming in waves. It tried to be hot last week and then we got humbled by some of that weather. So it's actually very nice outside. You couldn't ask for anything better right now. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, and of course, compared to where I am, it's a nice dry heat when it is hot. So it's a total different... Oh. Always. I hate humidity. So it's a joy to not be like steaming as part of that heat. Absolutely. So obviously uh, we have your newest single that just came out. I'm going home. You want to tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind it and a little bit about yeah. the new single? I'm so excited that this song is finally out. Um, it is one of those songs that is off of my I'm Gonna Ride album. And obviously, we released some other songs before that Daddy's Creed, I'm Gonna Ride, Drive Me a Drink, some of the more kind of fun songs off the project. But if I had to say there was one on the album that was just so deep and so personal, um, for me as a writer, it was this song right here. And so as a ballad, um, to be able to finally like share it with everybody is so special. And I don't want to like infuse too much of where it came from for me, because I do think it definitely has a very spiritual kind of nature to it. Um, so however people want to interpret it, I think it's really beautiful to see what people get out of it. Um, but it definitely kind of follows along on 
this just tale of feeling, you know, like lost and, and disconnected and coming back to that sense of home in whatever sense uh, that that means for whoever is listening. And like I said, it was a very uh, emotional time in my life when I ended up writing it. And like I said, I'm just so thankful that it's finally out into the world. And something cool about this is even though it's not out yet, um, we also did a Spanish version of this song, which will be coming out not too farther uh, down the line. But we wanted to let the English version have its time in the sun and then uh, introduce the Spanish version later on down the line, too. But it's super pretty. It's going to have a full music video for it and everything. So everybody just... Keep your eye out for for all that coming out very soon. Oh, wonderful! That's so awesome, and I love the fact that you d- you did do that uh, in Spanish also. Because sometimes it's so cool to see. I know Brie Bagel recently did something like that, and where she had the whole Spanish album she was coming out with redoing her original album, and it was so cool to just you know kind of see parts of it. And obviously, I haven't heard the whole thing yet, but it's just awesome, you know. So. Yeah, you. Know, I decided to do a Spanish version of this song in particular um, one because I just I think it sounds beautiful in the Spanish version but more so importantly um, especially since you know kind of lockdown everything my global fan base has grown so much and a lot of that uh, new members of the community come from Spanish-speaking countries, which I think is so fun. Um, and of course, then for a bunch of my U.S. friends, too, who are also Spanish-speaking as well, I just thought it was a really cool way of introducing my music to them and giving them some more access into my stories and the messages that I'm trying to tell. Um, so yeah, I think it's very fun. And I think it's, like I said, sounds gorgeous in Spanish as well so it just makes it even better overall well I'm definitely excited for that too for both versions come out and be aired and and I know by the time this airs it'll be out it's like we already heard it yeah well that's good go hear it again so I love that yeah no but I'm very excited to put out that version for everybody but English version is out so you can stream that and download it everywhere like I said music video to come very soon as well so Lots of fun stuff happening with that song. Wonderful. And the, the message is universal. So I know we kind of got sidetracked talking about the Spanish version because that really excited me. Sorry. But uh, it is a very <laughs> universal. <laughs> yeah. Don't think you excite me like that. Like, yeah. So. Um... No, I want people to be excited about it. Like I said, I don't want to infuse too much of my own mm-hmm. personal experience uh, with the song just because I am so uh, eager to see how other people interpret it but it, especially I think like through the music video and stuff like that you can kind of a glimpse a little bit of where I'm approaching it from but like I said I think it has such a universal message and I intentionally wrote it that way um, to let people kind of create their own space to experience the song through um, that I am just really, really excited to see everybody's feedback on it. And like I said, what parts of it that they connect to the most and what experiences in their lives that they connect with this uh, with this song. So that's the fun part about new music is just seeing how everybody gets to connect with it and take it with them moving forward. Absolutely. So obviously, we know you started very young. You started at age 14 uh, with your first single. So yes. tell me. <laughs> Now, as you've been growing musically, now I've, I've seen the change in some of your music grow, you know, getting older, obviously not, not in a bad way. And, and just as people change, so does their music sometimes that is, you know, and it's, it's all good. It's not like, you know, anything weird or, but 
that growth I've noticed a lot. So tell me, how do you feel like, obviously the, the last album that you released here from the first album to you, how does that growth feel from your perspective? Like, you're like, I feel like a grown up now. I, I you know, like. I, I think it's great, you know, I compare it this way. When I was younger, I had such a hard time sitting, even just sitting down, listening when we were in the process of production to the cuts of music and stuff. Um, so now being older, I see growth even just in the fact that I can sit down with my music and just listen to it and not be like, I'm trash, <laughs> like, even though I know this is a like good product. Um, so, I mean, just from that sense, the growth of self and being able to look at my work just as a whole with a critical eye, but also not like overly critical um, is in itself a huge marker of growth. But I love the stories that I'm writing. I love the people that I'm getting the opportunities to write music with, which when I was younger, I didn't have as much access to. So I've really built up a great team of songwriters that I've had the ability to work with, which has just really allowed me to open up, you know, my opportunities for different stories to tell and different sounds and allow some really amazing creative minds to kind of step into the process, which is what I think is always so fun about music is, Obviously, anything that I put out is a reflection of myself, but there's so many incredibly talented and creative people who go into the process of getting that song from creation to out into the world, final production, um, that by the end, is it mine? Yes, but it's also so many other people's. Uh, so having those opportunities to expand and grow in that sense, too, have just been really, really special. So as far as that goes, there's so much growth happening in that sector. And of course, vocally as well, as I've gotten older, the voice has matured. I've had more time to experiment with some different things and really find my sound and how I want to deliver that to people. So, yes, overall in the last 10 years so much growth and the fact that I am still here 10 years later being able to share that with people is just a blessing in itself I think you pinpointed the biggest one of the biggest faux pas or, or realistic things of the industry is that even when you're putting out a single it takes a village it does not just yours it's, and then that's where collaborating with writers and things like that it's just it's really is it's your baby yes because you're like my baby I'm putting it out into the world as the voice of it right but it's it's so great that you just you know luminified the everyone else that it takes to bring it out yes no it if you try to do everything by yourself especially in entertainment <laughs> um you'd have to be like superhuman or like just on the brink of just taking yourself out it takes so many people um to just bring to your point even one single into creation for everybody to enjoy um through every phase and step of the process so i'm extremely grateful for my small team i'm an independent artist through and through so the small team that I do have, I'm so grateful for them. The other creatives that I get the opportunity to work with as part of that, like I said, they're all wonderful. I'm blessed to have them. And yes, I'm very, very grateful for my village. Well, speaking of your village, who influences you? Females, tell me about some of the women in your life that have influenced you musically. 
musically, I grew up with a lot of like classic and older country. Uh, I definitely was raised on a lot of the 90s country too. So I feel like you for from songwriting and just how I tell stories to the sounds that I really enjoy and you know the powerhouse vocals you can see a lot of that influence in there um in today's like realm of who's on uh like the market doing things right now that i really love obviously i'm a huge carrie underwood fan from anything from that how she performs on stage to how she sings uh growing up with like the miranda lamberts and their incredible storytelling skills as well um i feel like i've been touched by all those different artists. But like I said, I even love the Jody Messinas, the Pam Tillises, and, you know, beyond that. Um, so I feel like I there's definitely been so many women in music, which is really wonderful to say that I've grown up listening to and that are around today that definitely influenced me that I look at and I go, ooh, I really like that that they're doing or I love you know just the progression of how they've handled their careers and everything um so definitely been influenced by a lot which I think is uh as a creative one of the most important things to do is to look at multiple different sources and kind of go ooh, what really stands out about what other people are doing that lights me up inside and then figuring out how to put my own uh twist on that so it's a reflection of myself Beautiful. Those are some amazing women too that you named in there. And, you know, we were talking, I talked to another show how it doesn't matter what age the music is or where it's from. Some music is so timeless that it's relevant always. And yeah, it might have that classic sound to it, but the, you bring it out today and it's still relevant. So, yeah. I totally and firmly agree with that. I think the best music is timeless and, you know, there's a reason why it sits so well with people and it comes back decade after decade, generation after generation. Um, and just to see how people interact with it over time, like my brain kind of thinks towards like Fleetwood Mac and, and Dreams and how that's such an iconic song. And then it kind of got a revival last year on TikTok and just seeing how songs come back around and, um, watching younger generations interact with older generations music and stuff to me it's like if you can do that then you know you've got a really great product on your hands absolutely absolutely couldn't agree more with you so would you like to do the 13 crazy questions okay I would have no idea what these are but I am ready to try to answer them as best as I can okay and I promise we will not get arrested yet okay perfect Promise, cross my heart, you know, pinky swear, whatever. It's hard to go on, so I can't, <laughs> you know. There's no getting arrested. We have a tour. Okay, got it. No problem. I won't get, I won't let you get arrested, okay? okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Tell me, do you have any guilty pleasure music on your current playlist? If so, what is it? Guilty pleasure music. I'm trying to think. I've been listening as far as like guilty pleasure. Uh, I feel like what's been going through my earbuds a lot lately is uh, Kelsey Ballerini's new album. Um, there's that song. I can't remember the artist right now, but it was all over TikTok. And it's like, if we ever broke up, I'd never be sad. That's been like <laughs> just the outlier song in like my whole playlist right now that's been going through it. So I guess if I had to say kind of guilty pleasure songs as in the top. 
Well, that's great. <laughs> well, okay, so finish this statement. Today, my favorite song is. Today, my favorite song is still Neon Moon by Brooks and Dunn. There's just something timeless about it. Get excited every time I hear it. Great song. That is a great song for sure. Uh, so tell me, the best concert you've attended? <gasps> best concert I've attended. So I actually just had the pleasure of seeing Carrie Underwood on her uh, Denim and Rhinestones tour. And I have to say that was just phenomenal. I've been a oh, huge God. fan of her. I've seen a lot of her tours. And I think that was just like one of the best ones. Wonderful. So if we haven't caught it, wait, I think she's wrapped it. She just wrapped it up, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. I think she oh. just finished. I was going to say, if y'all haven't caught one, go catch one quick. But yeah. I, I, I think you back. Y'all missed it. I guess so. There's chances to see it. Uh, okay. So recommend some music for our audience uh, or even me, uh, a song or music, maybe an album that or artists we need to listen to before we die. Oh, that's such a heavy deal. Um, some music that I've really been enjoying lately is coming out of the Texas country sphere, especially um, as far as like women uh, go. Grace Tyler has a song called Greener Pasture. If you haven't heard it, I would highly recommend you going and listening to it. Um, also, if you love just some like good kind of almost throwback to the 90s uh, sounding modern day country music, Haley Witters is up there too as like women you need to be listening to um may estes is i think definitely on the radar she's got a fantastic voice great songwriting and there's so many others that i could probably name right now but if i had to list some of the ones that i've been listening to a lot lately that i just think are phenomenal i would recommend those those are all beautiful recommendations love them so tell me something on your bucket list so something on my bucket list um, that's been on there for a long time, I'm slowly chipping away at it, is I would love to go visit every national park in the United States. So that's one of my bucket lists. So let me ask, have you been out to uh, Yosemite and uh, Kings and Sequoia there? I'm going the first time this year, so that's why I ask. Um, I have not been to any of those yet. I've been to like Yellowstone and done, you know, like those. Um, obviously being an Arizona native, I've definitely visited Grand Canyon and everything. Like I said, I'm slowly chipping away. Um, I've had the pleasure of seeing like Mount Rushmore. So I'm, I'm making my rounds. Usually when I'm on tour and we're nearby and we have some time, I try to stop and uh, say I was at least there for a couple hours if nothing else but yeah it's big goal of mine to try to get to all of them absolutely and if you can take that extra day at a spot before you have to tour do it because it's, it's absolutely worth it i mean they're so beautiful and there's so many beautiful places to see in our united states it's it's an amazing place isn't it it definitely is so many beautiful spaces so if we made a movie about your life tomorrow who would you want to play you? Who would I want to play me? I don't know who I'd want to play me. I get a lot of the time that a lot of people say I look like Katy Perry. 
but I don't know if like from an acting perspective, if that would totally line up. Uh, I feel like maybe a Kira Knightley could probably like pull it off or something, just dye her hair a little bit darker and <laughs> give her a We'll call her up tomorrow. We'll get it going. Get it going. Yeah. We'll get on. We'll get it on it. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, do you have a game game plan for zombie apocalypse? Do I have a game? Uh, I I'm not like a doomsday prepper by any means. Um, I definitely have kind of thought through some like options, but uh, I don't really have anything set in stone. <laughs> So I've, I've gave it some forethought, haven't gave it a ton of consideration. We're hoping it don't get there. That's perfect. Um, my game plan is there's enough other people that have apparently thought this through and zombies don't like snow. So we're going to Canada, to the mountains. And then from there, whatever. Well, everyone else, yeah. whatever you tell me to do, we're in. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, no worries. No. So tell us something you would never do. Like jump out of a perfectly good airplane to skydive or, you know, something fun like that. I don't know. This is uh, <laughs> going to sound really weird. I would never eat olives. I have a hate relationship with olives. So you, if you ever saw me eat one, it's not me. Um, <laughs> it is some alien duplicate. <laughs> I, I can't do it. That is the most unique thing I think I've heard. <laughs> like recently like I'm a pretty open-minded person I'm pretty open to a lot of experiences so I was like what is something that like would be never do that's one of them okay so I'm gonna have to ask now because it's, it's not one of the 13 right now but pizza <laughs> what is the worst topping obviously other than olives now what in your opinion yeah <laughs> that's like honestly the I mean I would be open to trying it. It just kind of turns me off. I would think like anchovies kind of thing. It's like a topping for pizza. Like, would I try it? Probably just to say I did it once, but it doesn't, doesn't scream like, ooh, let's eat that for me. Yeah, the only thing, the way I think I could do that is if we put like like a Caesar salad on top of the pizza maybe, but yeah, no. Yeah. I just want to check to see if it was the pineapple yay or nay thing. You know, that was a big controversial I could you know. be controversial I actually don't mind pineapple on top of pizza like I actually enjoy it um do I go out of my way to order it no I'm actually just more like a plain cheese pizza kind of person I don't like anything else on top of it but if there's but if it's around and that's what I can eat I'm not gonna say no perfect so I promise again we will not get arrested in the near future because you have a tour but hypothetically if I called you and said, hey, Ashley, I need to hide a dead body. Do you know a good place? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I would probably, I don't know. I feel like I couldn't recommend something great. I would almost just be like, have you watched Dateline? That seems to be like a good place to turn <laughs> to. Um, but, you know, maybe modify it. So because those are the ones that they found, you know, right. so you got to ones that they don't. Um, my like next train of thought would be to pull like a Breaking Bad moment and dissolve it in the bathtub kind of <laughs> scene. Um, that's really like the only thing that comes to my mind. Anything else, I feel like 
you're just on your own there. <laughs> well, great advice. I might have to call you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So tell us something that you're afraid of. That I'm afraid of. Um, I don't have like any like extreme phobias by any means. Uh, but I guess like I always do have like a fear of, especially before like national anthems, um, like just something happening where my voice ain't cooperating and just that like terror of something really bad happening in front of a lot of people singing a song like that. That gives me mad anxiety, um, it's, which has gotten better over time. But I feel like there's just like, if I had to say like, oh, there's something that just makes me stop. And so if I feel like that's a possibility of anything happening, it always freaks me out. That's definitely a fear. I would be like, yeah, no, but I'm not even singing it. Can I lip sync it? I'm good. <laughs> yeah. It's so, the one song so they don't up in front of people. Yes. And I think a lot, you know, before the 90s, when Whitney Houston did it and really did it big, it wasn't as as big and powerful as, as it sounded, you know, and then since then, it just seemed to evolve even more to that, you know. So Yeah, I mean, especially in the US, it's that one song that everybody knows and everybody knows how it should sound and mm -hmm. uh, very hypercritical on. So I always just want to do my best to obviously do it justice and give it the honor that it deserves um so yeah anytime that anything feels slightly off going into one I'm just like <laughs> well you do amazing from what I've seen and heard so yeah would you go to karaoke with me absolutely they don't usually like me very much at karaoke nights, but I think it's fun. It's usually my place to like go sing songs that I would never put in my show just because it doesn't fit, but that I really enjoy. I would absolutely go to karaoke. All right. Maybe we'll have to try that sometime. That's right. Make sure no one brings any good recording devices because, you know, I, I admit uh, I might be a slightly tone deaf and pitchy, but, you know, that's, hey, no, that's what it's it's not there to sound good it's just there to have fun to fun yeah that's what karaoke is all exactly exactly i think it was at a uh uh brandy clark show she goes and i this i think this was over in the europe tour someone sent me a quick little video and she goes if you can't sing well remember to sing loud i'm like that was great advice thank you i <laughs> love that i always tell people when we uh try to encourage a sing-along uh during the show I always tell people, I said, listen, if you're like, oh, no, I don't sound good. I said, if you get the people around you to sing with you and sing loud and proud, then nobody knows who sounds like the dying cat. You're just all in it together. So there's power in no volume. So <laughs> Very good recommendation, Ashley. I like that one, too. Oh, yeah. Tell me, if you could be any person like Dolly Parton, or a position like a CEO or surgeon, doctor, maybe, I don't know. Who or what position would you want to be for one day and why? Oh, for one day and why? I think for me, I would want to 
it's going to sound a little weird, but I would probably want to work in like the veterinary sciences field. Uh, prior to me discovering my love for music, I always wanted to work with animals. And, um, you know, obviously I pivoted on that when I found music and everything. Uh, but I still have a love for animals. I still love watching like all the vet shows on like Animal Planet or Nat Geo Wild. Um, so there's still like a part of me that really, really loves that. Um, and then I also realized in school that chemistry and I weren't friends. So, you know, that kind of squashed any <laughs> any intense desire for me to want to go into the field. But I feel like I'd want to do it just to be like, almost like a, if I did this instead of where I'm at in life now, what would that look like for me? What would life look like? Just to see. Oh, that would definitely be cool for sure. Um, cause in my day job, I work in healthcare and, and, you know, I've always loved animals. That's kind of where I always saw myself when I was little, like, you know, when someone asked me at five or six, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like a veterinarian, you know, yeah, that was me kind of relate. Yeah. Yeah. Totally relate. Probably why some days I joke about having a funny farm. You know, we have a bunch of dogs and cats and, you know, that's good. That's great. Life, right. Hello. That is. No. So tell me, do you have any words of wisdom you live by? And if so, what are they? Any words of wisdom that I live by? Um, you know, I feel like not any specific like quoted words of wisdom by any means, but I always just try to live by the principle of, you know, I'm, I'm capable of more than what I think I can do some days. There's a I think we all have them where we're just like, I don't know if I can do it. And then you prove yourself wrong. You're like, oh, well, okay, I'm, I'm cooler. I could do more yeah. than I thought I could. Um, so always just remembering that I always uh, try to remember to give myself some grace too. And when things are feeling like, you know, hey, maybe the gas pedal is a little too hot right now, knowing when to like pull back and how to give myself some time to kind of decompress and find that that happy balance between like we're pushing it right to try to grow and try to be better but not pushing it so hard that we're burning ourselves out and just trying to live by like that happy balance and stuff um is really just the principle of how i try to live my life and how i approach my work and everything because you know i think life is meant to be enjoyed i don't think you're supposed to be miserable by any means um so obviously we all go through our rough patches, but any ways that we can help ourselves to try to make this life as, as fun and as enjoyable as we possibly can, even when times are hard to me is like the pillar of just like what is uber important. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, hundred percent. I think sometimes uh, as women, we push ourselves even more, you know, some of us don't know how to back off. You know, I, I mean, I've almost burned out a couple of times, you know, just with work and everything. And you know, it's just that learning to back off and saying, look, nope, it's got to take some time for me and, and be more present. Uh, I mean, that's kind of why I, I undo socials a lot. I won't post like whenever, you know, like, so I'll go see someone and be like, Hey, let's catch up. And we haven't seen each other for years. Let's post. And I'll be like, yeah, three days later, I finally post that picture. But that's what I'm saying. Cause I don't, I just try to detach and enjoy and, and be present. But yeah. And I, most important thing especially in today's world where everything is so fast and so instant and so like uh and it wants to be on the internet so bad it's just like <laughs> hey 
hands off the wheel, you know, try to be present in the moment, present with the people that you're with. Um, and then just like coming back down to your point to just be here in real time. And even if it takes three days for you to post like, Hey, I did something really cool. That's okay. And like, you're not on anybody's timeline, honestly, like you set your own pace. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. And do it all in your own time. So speaking of time, let's talk about right now what's happening. I know you have some uh, crazy tour. You want to talk about it? It's going on? Yeah. So we're uh, getting ready to, well, actually, we're kind of already in the middle of it. But, you know, we're really ramping up. Summer's our busy, busy time of year. Um, so we've kind of already started doing some shows uh, like in Colorado and everything. Um, in Arizona for the start of our tour run, but we're getting ready to pretty much be a lot of time in the Midwest this year um, and ping ponging all over the United States, showcasing some of the new music I've been working on um, and just bringing our show and the entertainment out to everybody. So we're in rehearsals right now, uh, getting everything lined up and set to go, which is super fun. Um, we got a lot of fairs and festivals on the schedule for this year. So for my music loving fans who just love that experience, we got a lot of them for you. Um, and of course, we got some really cool shows lined up, too. Like we're getting to open up for the Bellamy Brothers in Minnesota in September. So that's going to be lots of fun and um, share the bill at some of these shows with some really wonderful acts. So I'm very excited to get out there. Like I said, try out some new music that we've been working on. Of course, play the original music that's already out there, the fan favorites for everybody, and just put on a nice, high-energy, entertaining show for everybody so we can all have a good time. Wonderful. So you can check out the links below. I'll have Ashley's website. Check out her tour. Get tickets. Go see her. And, uh, yeah, make sure you follow all of her socials as well. And, Miss Ashley, you are welcome back anytime. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you taking the time to sit down and talk to me. And of course, for anybody who's made it all the way to the end here, I appreciate you guys watching too. And uh, I hope you enjoy the music. And I hope you guys have a really wonderful rest of your day, wherever it might be taking you. And until next time, be safe, you guys. Thanks, friends, for joining us. And I don't need to do a closing. Ashley just did it. So have a great day. <laughs> See you all next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. <laughs>